if you as a leader are not mentoring anyone, you will not be able to speak from the mentoring relationships that you actually have. So if you're not mentoring anybody, you're not going to inspire anyone else to mentor anyone either. So you have to model this idea of mentorship. So when you talk about it with your team, you are talking about it because you are actually doing it. Welcome to Rise and Lead. I'm Benjamin Lundquist, and this podcast is all about personal growth and leadership. I believe you want to grow and impact more people. That's exactly why you're here. In this episode, I'm going to give you a crash course in mentorship, what it is, how to do it effectively, and how you can build a culture where mentorship happens consistently. The Rise and Lead podcast is designed specifically to motivate and equip you to live your greatest life with maximum impact. We are going to find out what makes great leaders great and how you can start growing yourself, rise, expanding your impact, lead, and living the life you have been created to live. I want to personally invite you to be a Rise and Lead partner in spreading the word about this podcast and all the episodes that will follow so together we can reach more people. Honestly, your support is the power behind this podcast. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you can get all the episodes that drop every month. Rate the podcast. I'm always going for a five-star rating. And if you believe that Rise and Lead deserves five stars, I would greatly appreciate that. Leave a written review about how the podcast has added real value to your life. Your reviews, they make a huge difference. And finally, share about Rise and Lead with your family, friends, and your social media network. Screenshot this episode on mentorship and send it to someone. You are helping people rise to their next level by connecting them to an episode. I hear this comment all the time. I found the Rise and Lead podcast because someone sent me a screenshot. When you share about the podcast as an Instagram story, make sure you tag me so I can give you a repost. And if you haven't done so already, go back and listen to episode number one, the Rise and Lead Foundation. In this episode, you will learn a lot more about my personal story and what drives this podcast. My goal is to empower you to reach your fullest potential. If there's any way that Rise and Lead can serve you better, please send me a direct message. I read every message that comes through. Before we jump into this episode on mentorship, I like to start every episode with prayer, so let's pray together. God, you know that nobody is self-made. You put people in our lives at the right time to call us to our next level. We want to answer the call to do the same thing for other people. Give us what we need so we can unlock the potential of the next generation. Amen. Let's dive into this teaching about mentorship. And I want to make this comment right off the bat. Mentorship has been one of the most rewarding experiences of my life 
both being mentored by people and also mentoring others. But I want to give you a little disclaimer. You have the title of mentor because somebody gives you that title. You don't walk up to somebody and say, I'm going to be your mentor. I'm just going to tell you with the next generation, that will not be received well. So what this episode is really all about is looking at mentorship, what it is, how do we do it effectively, and how do we build a culture where it happens consistently so I can help set you up to engage in those mentorship opportunities when they present themselves. And so you as a leader can also equip your team with a mindset for mentorship. So what is mentorship? The word mentor has a Greek origin that references a surrogate parent figure, advisor, guide, teacher, and is always connected to a personal relationship. And I think that is really the heartbeat of mentorship. It's about empowering other people through a relationship that will leave lasting impact. And I like this definition for mentorship. Mentoring is the process of empowering people through relationship. Let me say that again. Mentoring is the process of empowering people through relationship. And mentoring really is deeper withing. You are choosing to do deeper life with a small number of people and you're speaking hope and encouragement into the lives of others while calling people to the next level in every life area. So the reality is you can't mentor 50 people, but you can mentor a few people. And as a leader, you can multiply yourself by creating a culture of mentorship within your team and within your organization. Remember that concept of deeper withing. Mentorship, it's not about judging someone's journey. It's about journeying with someone else. And it's in these relationships that the next generation finds belonging. They feel safe to share their journey of working out their identity and their purpose. When it comes to mentorship, it's all about earning the right to speak into someone else's life through relationship. You've heard that statement that nobody cares what you have to say until they know how much you care. So through relationship, you earn the right to speak into someone else's life. I want to challenge you to let go or drop the old school model of mentorship. And here's what I mean. Mentorship in the past, it was always looked at as a teacher-student relationship. Somebody had the wisdom and the knowledge, and there was somebody often younger who would sit at the feet of the wise person to learn and grow. That's not what mentorship is today. The mentorship model today is two people, often an older generation member and somebody who's of a younger generation, they are doing life together and they each have a lot that they can learn from each other. And as much as an older person can speak into a younger person, 
a younger person has so much that they can teach the older generation. And when you look at this relationship, both older and younger generations, they have a great deal that they can learn from each other. Mentoring is not about a student-teacher relationship. It's about doing life together, learning from each other. And when you always have that student-teacher mindset, if you're of an older generation, you always go into a conversation with that pressure of, I've got to teach and I got to bring this nugget of wisdom. Let that go. You enter into a conversation because you are doing life together and you know that you have just as much that you can learn from someone else as you can share with someone else. And this model of mentorship allows you to really listen to understand, not listen to respond. And I'm sure you've had this experience as well where you are sharing a story and you're communicating with somebody else and you know that person, they are waiting for a break so they can share what they have been preoccupied in thinking the entire time that you have been talking. So when you think about a mentoring relationship less as student teacher, it allows you to be present in the moment so you can listen to understand not listen to respond. And at the right time, you'll often be invited to speak your experience and wisdom into somebody else's life. But you don't have to force it because it's coming naturally out of relationship. So many mentoring relationships start with somebody asking someone else questions or someone taking the time to listen and hear someone else's story. And when you begin to hear each other's stories, you're going to find out that whether you are of the younger generation or you're of a seasoned generation, life is very complicated. And what I've experienced in interacting with a lot of different leaders from different generations is that everyone, everyone is struggling to find identity, belonging, and purpose. And that goes for the 18-year-old, the 40-year-old, or the 75-year-old. Everybody is wrestling over, who am I? Where do I fit? And what difference should I be making with my life? Before I give you three mentoring essentials, let's look real quick at the mentoring model of Jesus. When you think about how Jesus developed people, his model was obviously extremely effective as the ripple effect of his life is still going on globally today. So the mentoring model of Jesus looked like this. He hand-selected a small group. Remember, you can't mentor 50 people, but you can mentor a few people well. So he hand-selected a small group. He called them into relationship. They did life together. He supported their journey. He gave them purpose. He empowered them to lead by extending real authority. And then he released them to change the world. And he committed to their journey long term. I interact with young leaders all the time. And what I have observed is There is a generation in the waiting 
who is looking for an experience like the one that I just described. They want to be selected. They want to be called into relationship. They want to have somebody supporting their journey. They want to have someone helping them to discover their purpose. And they want to be empowered to lead with real authority. And they want to be released to change the world. They don't want to be contained. They want to be released. And if they fail, if they mess up, if they make a mistake, they want to know that there is someone who has their back long term. There are so many things that you can experience online. You can download teaching and resourcing and preaching, but you can't download thoughtful mentoring. And I believe that mentoring is needed now more than ever to have that connection person to person where you are doing life together. You are learning from each other. You are empowering each other to reach your fullest potential. Let's talk about three mentoring essentials. I'm going to lay them out for you and then I want to talk about each one. Essential number one, time. Essential number two, empathy. And essential number three, intentionality. Let's talk about time. If you are going to mentor someone else and be involved in a mentoring relationship, it will take time. An effective mentoring relationship, it will cost you something. You are going to have to say no to other things so you can clear space on your calendar for the things that really matter. Those one-on-one relationships, that small group of people who you are pouring life into. So when you think about time, here's a challenging question for you. Where do young people show up on your calendar or where does the next generation show up on your calendar? Because what I've learned is that you put on your calendar the priorities that are most important to you. So are you setting time aside for those mentoring opportunities or are you saying no to enough stuff where you have the flexibility to engage in those mentoring moments when they organically develop. So if you want to be a great mentor, you have to know right off the bat, it will cost you time, but the impact and the ripple effect will be worth it. The second essential is empathy. When I think about empathy, I think about sitting on the curb with somebody And you're not judging, but you are journeying with. And it's very different from sympathy, where sympathy says, I feel sorry for you. And empathy says, I'm going to take the time and I'm going to be intentional about putting myself in your shoes so I once again can understand your journey and understand your story. And empathy is not patronizing young people or the next generation. It's not judgmentalism cloaked in pseudo-helpful suggestions on becoming a thriving adult. It's really sitting with somebody and taking the time to listen so you can understand, 
not listen to respond. And the third mentorship essential is intentionality. It's really about looking for those moments where you can speak hope, encouragement, and empowerment into somebody else's life or those moments where you can go from the surface level to a level of depth and significance. And when you're in conversation with somebody, there are so many opportunities where somebody opens up the door to have a conversation of depth. And if we are not intentional, we will miss those moments to have significant conversation. One of the phrases, and I learned this from the Fuller Youth Institute, one of the phrases that I have really taken to heart and put into practice is this, the phrase, tell me more. And here's what I mean. When you have somebody in a conversation talking about their week or talking about their challenges or their hopes and dreams for the future, instead of just blowing by an opportunity, being intentional enough to say, hang on, tell me more about that. When someone says, I had a really tough week, instead of just saying, okay, let's jump to the next part of the conversation, tell me about that. Why was that a hard week? What was going on in your life? Or when somebody says, I have a dream for this, instead of just saying, well, that's great. It's awesome. You had a dream. Being able to say, tell me more about your dream. Tell me about those hopes that you have for your life. Tell me about where you want to be in three years or five years or 10 years. So tuck away that phrase, tell me more. And be intentional about leaning into those opportunities to hear more about somebody's story and to take conversation from the surface level to a level of depth. I mentioned this a bit earlier, but you can only mentor a few people well. But by building a mentoring culture in your team and organization, you as a leader can end up having a much broader effect on a lot more people. So how do you go about building or creating a mentoring culture? The word culture comes from agriculture, which really means creating an environment where something can be planted, grow, and flourish. So when it comes to creating a mentoring culture, the first thing is you have to model it. If you as a leader are not mentoring anyone, you will not be able to speak from the mentoring relationships that you actually have. So if you're not mentoring anybody, you're not going to inspire anyone else to mentor anyone either. So you have to model this idea of mentorship. So when you talk about it with your team, you are talking about it because you are actually doing it. And I would just challenge you, don't talk about stuff you're not actually doing because people are going to see through that. They're going to know if you are not living out the message or the vision that you are sharing with your team or your organization. So if you want to build a mentoring culture, You have to actually be living that out as a model in your own life. 
as you are modeling mentorship, then pull together a passionate and gifted team who has the potential to mentor other people. And as this team is pulled together, set this team up for success by providing training and support. Maybe you pull your team together and you listen to this entire episode of the Rise and Lead podcast to give an overview of what mentoring is. What are the three essentials for effective mentorship? But you want to provide your team with training and support so you can set them up for success. And then you recognize that mentoring relationships, they really happen organically. You set up those natural opportunities for team members to connect with other people where there is a high potential for a mentoring relationship to develop. And as I said earlier, most mentoring relationships, they start with somebody asking somebody else questions or being able to share stories with other people. So as a leader in building a mentoring culture, get people talking, get them sharing stories with each other, encourage younger leaders and older leaders to ask questions of people who they admire, have them look for people who are where they want to be down the line and get those questions and those conversations going. And with your team or organization, affirm the wins and provide encouragement. That which gets recognized grows. Let me say that again. That which gets recognized grows. Last two things I would share. Don't be afraid to have tough conversations. If you have a team member or somebody in your organization who is undermining the mentoring culture that you are trying to build, Don't be afraid to lean into those tough conversations. As a leader, you have to steward your culture well. And as the leader, you are a culture builder. That often means having tough conversations. A quick review for creating a mentoring culture in your team or organization. Model the culture that you want to see in others. Pull together a passionate team of people who have high potential for mentoring, provide training and support, organize natural connecting opportunities where people can ask questions and they can share stories, affirm the wins, and provide encouragement. And don't be afraid to have those tough conversations because as a leader, You are a culture builder, and you are responsible for stewarding your culture well. A few years ago, I was having a cup of coffee with a young man who I'd known for 10 years, and we were talking about college, the future, and where he wanted to be in five years, 10 years, and challenges, hopes, and dreams. And before we finished up our conversation, He looked at me and he said, there's something I want to say to you before we wrap up. And he said, there have been a lot of male figures who have abandoned me in my life. I want you to be my mentor. I don't just say that to anyone, but I'm saying that to you in leadership. One of the greatest honors 
and privileges and responsibilities that we can have is to be a mentor to someone else, to help empower someone from relationship to be the best version of themselves and to be everything that God has called and created them to be. Thank you for listening to this episode on mentorship. I hope the content has inspired and equipped you to lean into your mentoring opportunities as they come up and also be a leader who builds a mentoring culture in your team and in your organization. Make sure you screenshot this episode and share it with someone. Post it to your social media accounts and tag me so I can give you a repost. Look for new episodes to drop every month. You won't want to miss those. Thank you for taking the time to invest in yourself. You are worth it. Remember, the best time to rise and lead is now.